0: Hello. Welcome to Techron for Tuesday, April 16th, 2019. I'm Stephen Tolton, and it is that time of year again. We are approaching WWDC, the Worldwide Developers Conference for Apple, and they release new beta bits for iOS and macOS, and us developers get very excited, and we get we, we jump on our Macs and we download giant uh, giant files, <laughs> giant Xcode updates and spend all evening trying to update our phones but that's in june starting june 3rd but right now is when you start seeing some leaks some rumors that are that are more than just wild speculation and it looks like one of those uh a very reputable set of rumors was dropped yesterday so i thought we'd talk about it a little bit <clears throat> so for me uh last year i was 12 I was hoping for certain features that look like they are coming next time and some features that are not listed as coming next time. Uh, But last year, it looks, you know, I was expecting things like dark mode. I was hoping for a change up for the home screen, for the app launcher. I was hoping for some improvements on the iPad side, file management, multiple users. None of that stuff came to be. We got last year and I was 12. We did get updates, but we also got a lot of stability improvements. And uh, that was very welcome, you know, stability and speed improvements. So you could run iOS 12 on a a whole plethora of devices at a um, better performance than you could iOS 11. So that was awesome. But 13 is when I'm really hoping they bring out some major changes. So according to this rumor, though, what we have is a handful of big changes coming so far uh, rumored. Number one on this list is a dark mode. So if you're not familiar with a dark mode, uh, that is when... Like an application, it, normally on iOS, most apps have like a white background with dark text. Well, dark mode would be kind of the inverse of that. You're, you'd have a dark background, often black or very close to black, and then lighter text, some other highlight colors. Uh, especially on an OLED screen device, like an iPhone X or XS device, you can show true black. So it looks really good. And there's the idea that maybe it saves some energy. I'm not sure that's really a, a thing, but... It does look cool. I personally use dark modes all the time when they're available. They become kind of a a trendy thing, and I don't think that the dark mode is necessarily going to dramatically improve anyone's experience with iOS, but it is something that everybody wants and expected to be there, and so that'd be cool. Uh, Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, I I think that's pretty much a given in that one. So I'm going to, like, judge these as we go along how likely I think they are. I think that one's pretty much a given. Um. Also, dark mode of Marzipan apps on the Mac, and Marzipan is the oh, Marzipan is the big thing we expect this year. <coughs> they kind of uh announced it last year, but uh, I'm expecting a much much improved Marzipan support. Marzipan is the abil- ability to have an iOS app basically run on Mac, not unedited necessarily, but you can. The idea is to make it easier to to write uh, one application that will run on multiple platforms, but be unique to each platform. Yeah. If you're not a developer, you're not going to understand it. But a lot of us are very excited about this, not because we hope it replaces the current way of making apps on the Mac, but because it will open the door to a lot more developers, a lot of applications to come to the Mac, uh, which feels like somewhat of a neglected platform in recent years, so we'll see. <clears throat> so first up, dark mode. Looks like multitasking may also get an update on the iPad with iOS 13. Multitasking on the iPad, if you ha- don't have a recent iPad and have never tried this, uh, you can kind of have multiple apps next to each other, kind of different different widths, and then you can have like a, one you pull over top, like in a very narrow column. And it's pretty limited, but what they're mentioning here is the idea of maybe detaching apps and making um, <clears throat> actually you know, multiple windows, and then even more inside the windows being able to have uh, different sheets that can be detached with a drag gesture and become like cards you can move around freely. So it looks like the idea of lots of little windows. I don't know. It's all going to be in the details about how effective a multitasking strategy that is. But I know that they, they've they mentioned this article uh, an open source project called Panel Kit, which they're saying is, is seems similar to what they're going to actually do. Uh so a lot of people want this. They want more windowing support as the iPad, especially the iPad Pro has been pushed as a product productivity device, as a professional device as it's gotten ridiculously <laughs> powerful specs uh and you know performance characteristics. Yeah, I mean there's a reason why m- the the multiple window environment has lasted so long on both Mac and Windows and even on Linux. I mean it is just a very useful paradigm so It kind of makes sense that they'd be bringing something like that to the iPad, at least the iPad Pro. So we'll see. I'm actually excited to see that. Okay, moving down the list here. So I do think that's actually pretty likely. Uh, Undo gesture, a universal undo gesture. So (laughs) if you have an iOS device, uh, they're saying universal undo gesture for iPad anyway. So if you have an iOS device, like an iPhone probably, right? Uh, You ever be typing something, you want to undo the text? You know, you can kind of shake your phone and it'll pop up a little undo button doesn't always work, but Apple apps will work. Uh, and it's a terrible gesture. I mean, just po- possibly this was the first time you ever heard it existed when I told you about it. And it's been there since, like, I don't know, iOS 2 or 3 or something like that. It's been there for a long time, maybe even since the beginning. <clears throat> so you just shake your device like an Etch-A-Sketch, <laughs> and, uh, and i will let you undo. It's a terrible gesture. What they're saying here is you'll be able to put three fingers down on the keyboard on an iPad and kind of swipe left and right to undo and redo. Seems a little awkward, but we'll see how it works in practice. Uh, I can't imagine that working that effectively on an iPhone, so, and then I'll mention that it will. Yeah, anyway, so uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens on the iPhone because that's where most of the time I use. You know, my my uh, I use an iPhone primarily. Also, upgrades the font management. Okay, I think that's all. Also, very likely, uh, smarter mail. Mail improvements. Looks like mail is going to become a little bit more like Gmail and automatically organize things in different categories like marketing. Purchases, travel, not important. Looks like, if I'm reading between the lines on some of these features here, looks like iOS 13 might have a big emphasis on AI or machine learning or something. I mean, yes, they did that last time as well, but looks like they're going to double down on that on certain apps. Like This all looks like uh, client-side machine learning type stuff where it's going to read your emails on your device, I'm guessing here, and then figure out what they are and then organize them for you but all on your device, completely within your control, and private, unlike how it works with Google. So that would be a, a good differentiator for Apple to have because they have been pushing their privacy message for a while now. It uh, also says here some easy collaboration third-party document-based apps. I don't know what that means exactly. Uh, better selection of multiple items. Okay. You know what I really want, though? Uh, and they also say mail will let you add messages to a re-letter queue similar to how third-party email apps are used. It does not make clear here whether you can just use a share sheet or integrate with other apps from Mail. Major limitation of the Mail app, and I actually like the Mail app a lot, the built-in one. Major limitation is you can't use a share sheet. You can't just like use a regular share sheet like you can in almost every other app and just share an email or a- anything from it. It's really frustrating. Don't know why it's like that. Don't know why they haven't implemented that. I, I don't know if there's a technical limitation or a philosophical one. But it's super annoying. Uh, third-party mail apps have had the ability to access a shared sheet and integrate with third-party apps for a while now. So I'm hoping that comes. It's not clear that that's what they mean here or not, but uh, I'm I'm hoping I'm going to give that like a hopefully. But I'm not I'm not really not really uh, certain that that's going to be there. Definitely, they will improve mail though. I think that's a given. They always improve mail. A new volume HUD. <laughs> And now we're near the end of the list. New volume HUD. So the, the HUD is a heads-up display. So whenever you change volume on an iOS device, you get that modal display, and modal means it takes over the whole screen. You get that little, like, translucent um, little display and has a little, the little volume meter goes up and down. And it's really annoying when you're watching a movie or something. <laughs> yeah. It's been kind of, as they say in the article, a UI joke for a while now. So uh, I can imagine that. I think that's actually probably pretty true. So th- the rumor last year before they... Uh, before Apple announced that they were going to do more bug fixes, performance improvements, was that iOS was, uh, uh, up, up, uh, iOS was open to a big UI refresh because the last really fundamental UI change was iOS seven, and then since then they've been kind of refining it for a while now because a lot of things in iOS seven were not great, but they've been refining it a lot, and so I'm not sure they really need to make a fundamental UI refresh or maybe. Dark mode is enough of a major UI refresh. I don't know. I don't think they're going to fundamentally change the UI, but there are certain things that have been there forever, like the HUD, like the uh, you know horrible undo gesture. That uh, you know, I'd be happy to see change. It looks like there's a good chance it will. But what's not mentioned here are some of the other big things that I have an issue with iOS. Is the app launcher Springboard going to be changed at all? It doesn't say. Uh, that's something I've been waiting for years for. So if you're on an Android device, your app launcher. Yeah, there's a grid of icons in there, but there's also more of akin to a, um, like a desktop. You can put your widgets there and arrange things and and you arrange your app icons in different ways to make it efficient for you. Uh, you can't do that on iOS. Like they have some widgets, but they're on the separate screen and they're all in a one vertical column on an iPhone. You can't. You can rearrange icons. You can put them in folders, you know, app folders, but you can't. It's really awkward to move a lot of them around and. You know, and and it wants to automatically fill in the entire grid. A lot of people don't like that. They go through a lot of effort to hack like these fake app icons just to make spacers. Really stupid because it seems like something that you should be able to do. So uh, it doesn't say if they're going to do that, but I actually think that they will. I think they will change it uh, at least a little bit because it's. They have to be careful though because it is such a simple and obvious uh, interaction paradigm and people are used to it, but I still think they're going to. They're going to do something. Uh, I'm not going to I'm willing to bet money on it, but I think uh, more likely than not they're going to do something with that. I hope. Multiple user support wasn't also not mentioned here. That is a big issue comes up all the time with families with iPads, especially. You know, right now if you give someone an iOS device unlocked, they basically have the keys at the a castle there. They can get into anything that doesn't have an additional level of unlock, uh, you know, uh, on. So that seems terrible, <laughs> especially when you're buying a multi-hundred dollar, thousand dollar iPad to share in your household uh you know you want people to be able to like log in as their own user and have access their own iCloud stuff their own iMessages and that that kind of thing but can't do that right now so that must be this really must be real frustrating to people uh no mention of that being in here but I hope so I hope they bring that uh I think it's also they kind of brought a level of that to academia if you use their academic tools like a year ago two years ago or something. I never really used it before. I don't really know anyone who uses them. Unfortunately, Apple's really ceded a lot of ground to uh, Google in the academia. So uh, I, I feel like they should they, they do need to make some changes on their services side in order to try to capture some of that market again, because G Suite is really dominant there, Chromebooks and G Suite. But I think that's a bigger issue with the, the lack of a coherent and complete story of services from Apple, whereas on the Google side, you have you know, your Google Docs, your Google Drive, all these, this, these tools, so you can submit your work, the teachers can have an audit trail, and, you know, all that kind of stuff, and you can lose your laptop or break it, your, your Chromebook and get a new one, and be right back where you were, and just, it's just not that straightforward with Apple right now. Don't know if it ever will be, but, uh, in the meantime, they're selling iPads that are still more expensive than Chromebooks, yes, can do a lot more than Chromebooks can, but, uh, a lot of schools are are not really taking full advantage of what their Chromebooks could do, probably. Let alone what an iPad could do. So, uh, I don't know how Apple can get out of that mess. I don't really think iOS 13 is going to make a huge dent in that, but maybe we'll see. Apple has been updating a lot of stuff in point releases too. So even if there there is something that I really want them to change in iOS 13 that they don't end up doing at launch, they might still do it through a point release. I mean, look at iOS 12 where they they brought us what the um, they brought us the FaceTime update later on. Um, what else they bring us? Well, they keep bringing us more animojis <laughs> I think that's fun. Uh, oh, they brought us AirPlay 2 That was another big feature they brought later on. So you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'll link to this article from Nine to Five Max. You can look at the list here itself. Uh, uh, you know, from the rumor mill, but it seems pretty credible. I think most of these things probably are going to happen. I think dark mode is probably the number one thing, like, you could probably just bet money on that one being there, if nothing else. Uh, so we'll see, it looks like it's gonna be an exciting update, especially for iPad users. Oh, one more thing I don't, I don't think I mentioned. Uh, they don't mention here the idea that you can plug a freaking hard drive into your iPad Pro and have it work. Uh, the latest iPad Pros have USB-C ports, just like the newest Macs. You can plug all kinds of USB-C stuff in there, but for some odd reason, you plug in a hard drive. And it doesn't work like you expect it to. You want a hard drive to just work in the files app and you'll be able to just move files around to it, be able to like grab photos off of it or video or, you know, move them from an app to that drive or use it as a source or something like that. Nope, none of that works. So even though iPad Pros are great for photos and video editing, it's such a pain in the ass to deal with large files that I, I don't think, you know, even if you, most most professionals who want to use them are going to do it because they're just going to be so frustrated by the file management stuff. Uh, that can actually, I think, pretty easily be addressed. So I hope they do. Also not mentioned. So anyway, I'll let you read up on what is rumored. Uh, if you have your own uh, your own wish list for iOS 13, feel free to share it. You can find me on Twitter at Stolten. Uh, you can find social media links and a contact form, so you can send me an email at com And, uh... I guess until next time, um, have a great evening. See you later. Keep the